three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, jeez. Aaron. Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. Welcome in. It is episode number 18i. Do you remember what i is as far as numerals go? Here, this is a good quiz because you're a nerd. Do you know what that means if it's i? Um, that's like a not real number, right? Yeah, well, I mean, essentially, right. Yeah. It's like a – it's I, I, find it, by the way, I don't know. And that's why I wanted to ask you because I don't you know. Did, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was the, yeah right? the, it was the square root not, of negative one. You're not going to ask me? Correct. Oh, did you know? Yes. Oh damn it! I'm sorry. I thought I was irrational, going, right? I was going to air. Yes. How many, how many of us? How many of us? Quick question: Have a master's degree? You know what? You are the only one. You and are how, the only one of us. How many of us took macro and microeconomics in the process? I don't think I took either one. I, well, I, I had. To, I think I took my. I think I took micro. Yeah. Now you don't even know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I took one of them. Definition. Yes, it is. It is an imaginary number. Aaron was right. Is the square root of negative one. Next time, why don't we ask the black guy? My bad. My bad. I was turning to Aaron because Aaron's racist. the nerd. All right, everybody. All right. You know what? I hate all of you. Ben <laughs> Clark, Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course, the main event. Vince. 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 Oh, do I go now? Yes. Okay, AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. Is, is he coming to us live from his bathroom this time? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you need to? Do you need to shit at any point during this week's me, show? Me, pee, me peeing was the highlight of last week's show. Was it the the singular highlight? I thought Christopher Daniels was pretty good. He was. What wow. was I doing during the Christopher Daniels talk? Oh, you weren't there. That's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point. You weren't there for Christopher Daniels. All right, fair enough. Well, we got a busy show for you this week. Um, speaking of Ring of Honor, we got another Ring of Honor a current champion who's going to be on the show this week. Silas Young, the last real man, the Ring of Honor television champion, will join us. Uh, also this week, we're going to be joined by – yeah, you can bring me up a little bit. I'm on number two, Aaron. You're on number three. Um Everybody we'll also... number twos. Yeah, right? That's what – number two is what AJ is going to be doing later. Um, uh, also coming up a little bit later on in the program, Austin Theory will join the show, who is uh, with Evolve, and a guy that's uh, getting a lot of looks right now and is going to be headed somewhere pretty soon. But Austin Theory will be coming to uh, Joppa with Evolve. What, when is that show, by the way, Aaron? When? When are they coming? That would be February 16th. All right. Friday. All right. I'll do everything in my power to be there for that one. I haven't been to an Evolve show in like a year and a half, so it's probably time to get back out there. Um, so we'll talk to Austin Theory later on in the program. Excuse me, the, well. the 18th. Way the 16th. to F everything up. The 16th is God the, uh, the ACW show. There, it's, um, it's a busy weekend that weekend God for uh, locals. It's it. the 18th, Sunday the 18th. All right, because there's also an MCW show that weekend. Is there really? So, yeah. yeah so, yeah, busy weekend for yeah, – It's a uh, crazy busy weekend, no doubt. All right, uh, a lot to get to. Let's start on Raw this weekend – or this week, boys. Um, I'm still going to ask basically the same question. Who is the heel here? Because Braun Strowman, all he continues to do is insane, Be awesome, bad, awesome. crazy shit, including flipping a goddamn truck. 
Um, yeah, that was crazy. It was awesome. Was, which was bonkers. He wrecked Michael Cole. Well, nobody likes Michael Cole. He's not a heel. I just don't know what he's supposed to be. He's supposed to be awesome. Well, and I'm not saying he should be a heel. I'm saying right. my question, my theory was who is the heel? Who is the heel? Right. He's supposed but, to be awesome. That's what he's supposed to oh be. Oh, my God. It's totally effing nuts, which was why – can we all talk about like why would you have Kurt Angle fire him Yeah. if you weren't going somewhere with that? Well, are they going somewhere with that though? Because, because you know, it wasn't him who rehired him. I know it was Stephanie. I know this was my like. I, there's go ahead. As soon as, as soon as Stephanie was the person that rehired him, I said, "Oh, that's how they're going to make Braun Strowman the heel." Okay, so you think that it's they make him a heel by aligning him with Stephanie McMahon? I think that they they reform the authority around Braun Strowman. Hmm. It's reasonable. Again, you gotta stop doing all this awesome shit if you're going to do that. I mean, nobody's gonna boo the dude when he's flipping over trucks. Dude. I mean, if he flip, if he flips over a truck with, he uh, could flip over a truck with kittens and babies inside it, and he'd get cheered. I mean, he's still flipping no, over. I don't, a truck. I, don't, I don't know if that's true, Aaron. I feel as if he trips, if he flips over a truck with, let's say, Seth Rollins inside, he's gonna get booed. He's still flipping over a truck. I don't know, man. Like, I know your premise is sound, but it really is the holy fuck, I can't believe what I'm watching. What am I supposed to do other than just stand up and cheer? You know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to do? And God, I mean, I don't know how they're doing a lot of pre recorded cutaway. Oh, yeah. Like, they're putting a lot of effort into pulling these things off. So they're clearly very committed to it. Um, my My favorite thing was the fact that. There was one shot where you could actually see the ropes that is pulling the the truck from the other side. Oh, I didn't know. I, I didn't even yeah. notice it. It's fate. And the only reason I saw it is because I had to pause at the middle way through to go to the bathroom. Huh. Shocker. And, <laughs> Shocker. It's nice that you would and, pause. And then when I came when I came back, it was like the top right corner of the screen, I saw the straps. I was like, Holy shit! They didn't even try to. It's really funny. I didn't even. I did yeah, not notice. I didn't it. see it. I didn't notice it. They're... But it was fake. It was. I mean, it, unless you paused it on DVR, you would have never noticed. Okay. It, but... So AJ thinks that they're turning Braun heel by having him unite with the Authority. I I almost wonder if it's going to be the other way around, where this is how you start getting towards Braun Triple H, because you had Stephanie be the one to sit, stand up, and he's going to continue being completely out of control, and she's going to be, you know, I brought you back. You need to, you know, you need to listen to me. He says no, and. Then you have kind of Triple H try to uh, come in there. I mean, oh, you have Triple H act like an asshole and do all the same things he did to Roman Reigns two years ago and everyone's going to boo <laughs> Ding. him? Ding. No, that's not what we meant. Well, yeah, of course. Um, yes, that's exactly right. The only other thing I'll say is I've talked about this theory that, you know, I threw out the idea of having Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan against Dean, um, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. So if you want to get Kurt Angle heel. Having him fire Braun Strowman was a good way to go about starting to try to turn him into a heel. Also, do you like the fact that he fired Braun Strowman after Braun Strowman was put into a garbage truck three months before and there was no punishment for Kane or anybody involved with that at all? I mean... <laughs> I mean, it is attempted murder. There is yeah, there like, logical uh, fallacies with that. Yeah, I mean, like, I, you're right. You're right. That doesn't stand up. I'm not going <laughs> to argue with you. Um, but I feel like if we do this, we're going to be here all night. So... <laughs> <laughs> 
So we probably it's have like, to let like, it go. We know where the line is crossed. Attempted murder? No. Crashing somebody in an ambulance? No. Right. Pull down part of the set. You're done. Well, it's a very expensive <laughs> set. I don't know if you heard. That's a well, tw- the difference is they, they probably didn't have insurance on that shit for the set, but they definitely had – there was definitely insurance on that car. There we right. go. Dep- there's definitely insurance on Braun Strowman's life. So. And also keep in mind, he did say a couple times, this is a $12 million truck. I mean, keep that. Well, but no, he was already fired before that. He was fired for pulling down oh, the, right. uh, the scaffolding. Right. He was fired. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. He was fired for pulling down the scaffolding. No, he got his job back for uh, yeah, the breaking great, the $12 million. The great part dollars. about it is that like, we can't even be assholes about it because the truth is there's – I got to give them credit. Typically around this time of year, we start to have the picture in mind. And I think when people hear me say – we. Talk about not knowing where we're going. They think that's a bad thing. No, as a from a professional. As long as they know where they're going, we, we're we're good with it. It's it's remarkable that they're able to keep the parts moving in a way that we don't know where they're going. And that's the idea. If you're a, a fan, you don't want to know. You want to be genuinely surprised by where they might be going. And you're right, Aaron. The problem being that you worry that from week to week they're just sort of firing wildly and not aiming. And let's see if it all works out. And yeah, there's sort of, sort of some concern for that. But the truth is you don't want to know everything. You want to be genuinely surprised and genuinely caught off guard. And there are five or six viable possibilities for where they're going with the top two you know, matches in the main event for WrestleMania. I do think that having both a Raw and SmackDown pay-per-view between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania kind of helps here because it doesn't feel quite as much like there's one throwaway pay-per-view. It feels like there's an entire cycle. And I think that that means they've got to think these things through a little bit more in order to make those pay-per-views viable. And when they're teasing matches, are they teasing it for that February pay-per-view or are they teasing it for Mania? We don't know right, which way correct. they're going and that's, that, All of this is a good thing. This is, you know, everybody always says we bitch too much. Or Aaron and I bitch too much. Um, AJ bitches too much about anything unrelated to Roman Reigns. Um, but I think this is a good thing. I think it's great that here we are asking all these questions and saying there's this many possibilities and who are they going to turn and who are they going to – it's amazing that we're in this position only a few months away from WrestleMania. We're within the three-month mark. You know, We're two and a half months at this point, and we don't really know anything. I mean, honest to God, we don't really know. Like, we think we maybe know John Cena and The Undertaker, but like that's new. That's within the last 10 days that we feel like we know and that. And the only reason we know that is just because of things that haven't, actually, they haven't happened on screen at all. Right, correct. So it's, I think this is a great position that they're in, that we can sit here and have all these wonderful conversations because I do think they have – again, I, I will be stunned. I, we can talk all we want about Kane. If they do it with Kane, I will stand up and cheer. I'm so the opposite – if they fucking put the strap on Kane at Royal Rumble, it will be the greatest moment in professional wrestling history. Oh, the crowd um, reaction, if, oh, if nothing else, will be everything. phenomenal. Um, but- Kane wins the Royal, uh, Kane wins the match, Taker wins the Rumble. Right? I'd much rather see that than... Um, than Taker, see, Cena? Cena? Yeah. Well, I don't really want to see any of it, so I'm the wrong person to ask. I don't want to see the man get into a ring. I well, have no I, I'm with you, but if so you're, if are you're, you, if are you're telling me that's Raw a given... 25? What? Are you not going to watch Raw 25? He's going to be in a ring. But he's not going to be wrestling. Are you God. sure? I'm not sure. You're right about that. I'm, <laughs> I'm not pretty sure. sure he's not going to be I'd wrestling. I'd like to think. I, 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 would, I would put money on the fact that he's not wrestling. found out somebody who's not going to be at uh, Raw 25 I'm a little bit bummed, bummed about. Bret Hart's not going to be there. Mm. And I, there's hey. a whole thing. I, I know that because we're going to be giving away some Bret Hart-themed Hart prizes in the coming weeks. I'm actually very excited about huh. that. We've got Bret Hart sunglasses to give away on Ooh. this show. So I'm looking That's forward sick. to that, uh, courtesy of Sharpshooter Funding, who's uh, awesome. Nice. And I appreciate them uh, chipping in. They're friends of AJ's as well. So um, looking forward to that. Good people, good people, good yes, people. Yes, very good people. And I appreciate them getting involved as always. 
All right. Um, so, yeah. So there's that, right? You have that whole thing. And, and there's just a million – and that's the cool part, right? Like there's nothing to debate about this because it's just you have to sit back and watch it unfold. Right now, all you can do is just enjoy Braun Strowman being effing amazing and doing unbelievable, ridiculous things that – like it should be part of wrestling. Like that's the – I want my wrestling show to have that. So have more of it. Keep doing it. I don't know where you go. I, that, that's the thing. I don't know where you go with it. They they almost they've they've peaked. How do you go any better than this? I had, I had joked on Twitter. I, I uh, quoted an AJ tweet and I said, you know, I can't wait for at the Rumble for him to come out at number thirty, literally pick the ring up and, and dump, just everybody dump everybody out. out. Right. I, I mean, something like that. Right. Like what? Like what? I don't know how you go farther with this than you've gone. It's crazy. But haven't we said that a couple times already? Yes, exactly. And they keep finding ways. So it just takes creative people. It takes clever, thoughtful – And, and they, they have a creative team. I know. Like, so I believe in their ability to keep coming up with things that would work. I am, I am actually a believer in their ability to do that. A weird um, moment involving Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um, a couple weird moments, I guess, right? Like one being that you come out of the week sort of like with, with, with them working together. And particularly with Seth taking advantage of Jason Jordan's shadiness in order to win a match. But the wait, there's more as we see the return of something that we thought we might never see again, right? Like we we assumed that the curb stomp was dead, correct? Yep. Is that there was no reason to think it was coming back? What yeah. do we make what do we make of this? Uh I don't know, but it makes me think that Daniel Bryan's wrestling. Okay. Get me there? Uh, because if they don't care about the curb stomp, they shouldn't care about Daniel Bryan's concussions. Um, I mean, it's obviously a little bit It's a little bit is, different, yeah. Is it a little different? Well, yeah, because the, mo- the yeah. move is literally, I'm going to stomp your face into the ground, which is like the whole point, the reason why we had this conversation when they got rid of it was like, yeah, man, it's not a good look for like what they're doing with Daniel Bryan and all the CTE stuff. Blah 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 blah. If they're bringing it back, it got to me. It makes me think that maybe they're changing their ways on it a little bit. Maybe, but I thought this was the curb stomp in particular was always more of an aesthetic thing. Yeah, I, I thought it was. Well, they're the the and they never made an official statement, but the unofficial official word was that. They didn't, you know, it was a move they didn't want kids to be doing. You know, it was something that you could see kids kind of leaning over and, and trying it, and it was just a bad thing. I always thought it just, it looked bad, especially when you were calling it a curb stomp. That was always my thing. I thought that that was always really, really weird that you do that. You know, bringing it back on MLK Day was a weird look as well. I mean, I guess. I I just, yeah. Yeah. The, the only reason I think is there was a threat on Reddit. It was like, remember that time when uh, Seth Rollins curb stomped Big E on MLK Day okay. to win All the right. match? I mean, I hear you. I hear so, like, that that's the only reason that I bring that up. But anyway, so they called it the blackout this time. They did not call it a curb stomp. So there was something a little different about that, even though it is still literally a curb stomp. Um it's interesting. It's also It's not literally a curb stomp. Well, okay, it's not <laughs> fair enough. It's not literally a curb stomp. It's very different, in fact. <laughs> um But uh the way they sold it was interesting too. That that long lingering weirdness of just kind of keeping the camera on Finn Balor for two minutes right. going out there. So I wonder if it does end up being a okay, we're we're bringing it back, or this is a one-time thing to set up this angle, whatever this angle is. I don't know. I hope, I hope they bring it back because his new finisher sucks. Yeah, the V-Trigger's not yeah, very good. Yeah, not very good. I agree with that. Um, 
I also wonder, like, is the curb stomp supposed to be a heel move? I, I, yeah, working, I can see that. If they're going to work a program with the club, right? And I don't know if they are or not. That's, again, one of these wonderful things that comes out of this time of year is that, like, you don't know exactly what they're doing. But if there's ultimately going to be some sort of weird shield club, I, I, I don't know what it's supposed to be type of program here, or if it's just Seth Finn, what, you know, is it is it more logical? You had Seth win. Give me Seth Finn at fucking WrestleMania and shut up. I'm fine with that, but, but are you turning Seth heel to do that? Because you just... If, if- I think if you or you just turn the club heel. I was gonna say I think Finn is the more nat Finn with the club is the more natural heel fit. I would there. probably tend to agree with that and considering I, you and just the, flipped the, Seth again not that long ago. The reason why I would I think that's the case too is because this is where my what Finn's doing now reminds me a lot of how Jason Jordan first started as a babyface, where he's just saying nice things and smiling, you know? But like you could tell that there was something else on the horizon. And uh, I think that this is the first step for that. Okay. I mean, I you know, there's something to be said for that. It, it's not, you know, you can almost sort of see there's like a little bit of a smirk to it. You know what I mean? We're like, we, yeah. we are the club. You know, like, don't don't forget who we are. And it's, you know, they're, they have the numbers game. Mm-hmm. Like, that that is a natural heel thing. And it, it does feel weird that they're doing, you know, the Bullet Club, this badass club, and they're, you know, making the nerd jokes and stuff like right. that. It f- does feel a little, a little bit corny. off. Little yeah. Corny. No, I hear you. I don't know. It's interesting, but I I just thought it was really interesting that they had them win the match. Like, Rollins does not like all the things that Jason Jordan's doing. But I think they made it very – like, he You think very, that Rollins didn't notice that Yeah, Jason I, I, I think he was very clearly turned the other way because he, he did this thing where – you, you could see it almost a brief flash on his face. He turned around, he saw him down, and there was like a kind of a look on of confusion really briefly there. And then he, you know, he went and did it and okay. took advantage of it. I would have it. to watch that again in order to get yeah. a feel for that. I, I thought it was more of a, you know, and they were at the end, they were together, which is another weird sort of thing. Like they've kind of distanced right. Rollins from Jordan. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's Again, I'm like, I'm, I'm in favor of all of it. It works. I'm, all of it's good by me. Um, the only thing that's not good by me is them wasting the revival. That is the only problem that I have. You, right you know now. that they they cut that promo so they can get their ass kicked by every Attitude Era tag team next week, right? I, I mean, like I'm so terrified yeah. of that. I'm so like New Age Outlaws, APA, all the tag teams or, they bring back are going to just kill or, them. Or, or they cut that promo to have them beat the shit out of all those tag. Teams. Well, yeah. I hope you're right. If that's the case, awesome, wonderful. I really doubt that's the case. The last time we did this, we ended up with the New Age Outlaws as the tag champions. I don't know if you remember this or not, but before they got injured, they beat the New Day, who the WWE seems to be pretty high on. Yeah, but at the time, they were still mostly very racist. Like, <laughs> at the time, the New Day was not quite what the New Day ultimately became. No, no, he's talking about when the what? Revival debuted. Oh, the Revival. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's saying they're high on the revi- he's they're high on the revival because in April. Well, like, yeah. but that, I'm saying right now after they've brought them back, they've done nothing. Both Scott Dawson's healthy because they they just had nothing for them to do yet because the tag team division itself. But is they have not, Titus because, Worldwide winning matches. I mean, they've done the the tag no, division I, on Raw is not guys, is nothing. Yeah, because yeah, they have Titus Worldwide winning matches because what they're clearly going to do is have Titus Worldwide win like. A cheap one over um, the bar. Uh, no, not even over the bar. Well, yes, over the bar, but they have—they're going to have them win the tag team titles from 
Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan because of Jason Jordan's ineptitude. And that's going to be the reason that turns Jason Jordan heel. And then now they're going to be the new, hey, we're the happy-go-lucky face tag team, blah, blah, blah. And then the revival is going to run through their shit. Okay, well, if that's the case, then I'm fine with it. As long as we get there. I just right now do not like it, – it, I have not been a fan of how they've handled the revival. It's the effing revival. They're the fucking greatest tag team ever. Fucking do something with them. Their promo this past week was great. It was oh, a good promo. It, it was good, except it, it gave just... them time, and they they went out and they said, "We are not entertainers. We are professional wrestlers." And I think that did more for them than anything that they've done so far. I, I think it was good. It just depends why you were doing it. If it's to say, "Oh, look, these professional wrestlers are now getting killed by these entertainers," which I can absolutely Vince see Vince loving, no doubt. Uh, yeah. So, but if they, you're right. If they come out and they come out looking good after next week, I'm all on board. Right. Uh, what else do we need to cover from Raw? Uh, who had the best match on Raw? No, oh, for F's sake. Not Roman Reigns. Yeah, you're actually right. <laughs> I was going to say, it wasn't Roman Reigns. It was probably Finn and Seth. Yeah, I would probably tend to agree with that. I would, I would, I would think that it was probably. Yeah, fun, so. I would, I would agree with that as well. So that, I actually thought I mean, the Oscar Nia Jax match. Was yeah, that, good that was good. That, that was that was the other one I was going to say. I, I honestly was going to vote for that one, but you guys both voted for the other one, so it didn't really matter. Um, but you know, okay. So what's the scoreboard? <laughs> Go ahead and give us the scoreboard update. I'm about to. I'm writing it in my phone now. Week yeah. three. <laughs> Verse Seth. So Roman Reigns after three weeks on Raw. In 2017, is 2-1. Yeah, but one of those I disputed. (laughs) There's no dispute. He was in the match. No, one of those, I remember I said I actually thought it was something else. No, no, that that was the last one in 2017. And I agreed with you that it was Elias Cena at the last one. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go... Two and one so far, Roman Reigns against the entire Raw roster. Okay. Um, Well, Seth, Seth and Finn are also two and one, right? Or at least Finn is. No, they they would both be yeah. I guess they would be two and one. Yeah, no, they're, they're both two and one. You're right. Yeah, so it's a tie, is what it is. Okay, tie, okay. You're, you're right. Roman Reigns is tied with <laughs> it's tied with Seth Rollins and Finn Balor because not all three of them can't work. Right, internet. Uh, no, no, no. All right. Uh, um, should we move on to Paige here since they announced that on Raw? Yeah, we can. Yeah, let's, um, let's talk a little bit about Paige. So it's 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 a little odd. So the I, word I mean the way they worded it made me think that she's not done for her right career. right. They're they're definitely leaving that door open. So if you don't know, the word late last week was that Paige had suffered an injury from um, her match with Alexa Bliss. No, it was um, a, it was a house show match. It was uh, I believe Sasha Banks. Yeah, Sasha. Sasha Banks, thank yes. you. Sorry, Sasha yeah. Banks. Thank you. That's my bad. My bad. Um, so uh, fine, whatever. Um, so uh, Jesus Christ, God damn it! Did you just botch? Uh, you did Roman. You didn't think that uh, Roman Reigns was tied with anybody, so I can give you a botch for that. Nope. Yeah, you see, this is. I'll let Brian Powell settle all of it. Um, so the moral is that we we thought, as of these reports, that she's done forever. That this the this is now an edge situation. She can literally never wrestle again, which is brutal. I mean, just Sucks. brutal for ev- for so many reasons. It's just so brutal. And then on Monday, all they announce is that she's going to miss the Royal Rumble due to an injury. And it, there's so much. There's so much there, right? Like it could be that, that she still has a decision to make. Is she on board with the idea that her career is over? She's not really ready to admit that yet. So all they're going to announce right now is that she's got an injury and she's out for the Rumble, right? Like, that could be that. Or it could be that 
the reporting was off, or it could be that they got a second opinion and the second opinion said something else. There's so many possibilities for what this could be. None of it is good, right, unless somehow the entire thing is wrong, right? Like the only scenario that is that somehow this entire report is wildly off. The injury wasn't significant at all. Um, and it, but if that was the case, she'd be in the Royal Rumble. So. You would presume, right? So there, there's at least some. You know, she's injured, and it's another neck area injury, and which that's... we know that it doesn't even matter if it was a mild one. When she was out for 18 months, partially because of a neck injury, come back to get another neck injury, not good. So where are you? And I... that's you know they're going to have to decide that. I don't know what take there is to have about this because I, I, man, that's their world. You know what I mean? Like. I, I, there's some level where perhaps it's an injury where it's her call, and then there might be a level where they say, no, we're making the call for you. You can wrestle. Hey, but... I got to go pee. Really? You couldn't wait till the end of the segment? No, I couldn't. I'm about to piss myself. I've been trying to hold it for 10 minutes. All right, I'm back. We were right at the end of the segment. I just thought we could get to the end of the segment. All right, uh, so what you guys missed is that AJ – in fact, I think we need to leave some of that in. Should. I think we should leave in the part where AJ should. says he has to pee. Because right. instead of taking us with him to pee this time, he actually walked away to go pee. So, so it's, it's, you know, we're, we're potty training him. Yes, <laughs> and I can tell you as a man who's going through potty training right now, myself, I'm going through potty training. Um, it is quite the there There are steps like this. Oh, Lord. All right, anyway. The real question here it becomes, presuming Paige is going to be out for, the, the big picture things we can't answer because we don't know anything about it. The small thing is what happens with absolution. Do you simply try to take someone else and slide them into Paige's role? Um, I don't know, maybe a Nia Jax, somebody like that. You you slide them in as the leader of absolution. Unlike the Riot Squad, which, by the way, we'll get to it. I started to think might be the worst faction in the history of professional wrestling. It's up there. It is dead. Yep. There is nothing there. Unlike that, all of the parties involved with absolution at least have something to offer. Um, as far as characters are concerned, as far as gimmicks are concerned, Sonya Deville obviously wait, is... Wait, 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 wait. First of all, yes, Sonya Deville is not only a smoke show, but she has the coolest tagline in the history of wrestling. Tie your hair up and square up. I mean, yeah, uh, she's a certified badass. I mean, that's amazing. But um, what's crazy to me is that you just disrespected Liv Morgan. I did. There's nothing there. All, all we love Ruby, we love Liv, yeah. Sarah Logan, whatever. But as a unit, they're terrible. It's just there's there's nothing there. That's but he said there's no. But Glenn thinks that Liv Morgan is nothing by herself. Too. No, no, no. I'm not. I, they, they've done, they've done nothing with her. What I'm saying is that this group, at she least, might have the best finisher of all women on the roster. I have to really think about that. I mean, the truth is that Paige always had the best finisher among. All women, right? Like, she may have, maybe, but yeah, maybe. this this like code breaker variation that Liv Morgan has is the best thing that my, on the main roster. My point is that like, is I think you can do some things with Absolution. I think Absolution did not have to have Paige. I think that there's still something there. I think you need some. I, I don't think they can exist on the main no, roster. The, just the, the two, two of them. them. I agree with that. Although I don't know, it'd be interesting. But I would tend to agree that they would need to have a third person involved. That at least Absolution seemed to have something they were doing. And the- but if you told me they moved back to NXT and had the two of them, I'm, I'm perfectly good with that as well. Just yeah. to give them a little bit more developmental time. Yeah, I hear you. Nah, I hate that idea. Yeah, I don't think you need it. I think that I think that both of them are fine. 
Um, Mandy Rose looks like Mandy Rose. Sonya Deville is right. Sonya Deville, right? Like, I, I just, I, I think that they would make a great, like, even with, like, without Paige, the two of them working together could be a great thing. Sonya Deville can, like, kayfabe-wise and in real life, beat the shit out of probably all of them girls. Right. I just, I, I feel she's too and, green and to be given you, that have, run and, right now on her And then her you own. can have this pretty little mouthpiece. That talks all the shit while her homegirl beats everybody ass. But can she talk? We haven't really no. seen. We haven't really seen her cut. They've only given but, her a little but, bit. Yeah. But yeah, but I mean, does that mean she can't? Did they give Alexa Bliss a lot? No, I, I mean that's the, uh, that's my question. I'm saying can, do we don't we just don't know yet but what it wasn't, she can do. But it wasn't. But the way the thing is, the way you said it, it wasn't a question. It was an implied answer. Um, I hear you. I, I, all right, whatever. Anyway, moving forward. I think I think that you could pull off a lot, and so I'm not really. I think they have to make a decision. I think they gotta make a decision fairly quickly. You know, it'd be interesting. What? Put them with Ronda. Yeah, I mean that'd be great, right? That'd be amazing, and there'd there'd be a lot logic to that. But I think the question becomes: Is Ronda an every week performer? Well, and is is she on? I mean, that's right. the other thing: is if you know, she doesn't have to be an every week performer if you have you know them. Ronda's, you know, wh- wh- right, however you... Right, right. She's working... They're working on her behalf week yeah. to week, and then she shows up when she has to show up. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, and I think that that could work. Um, I just hope that they keep the name and don't <laughs> don't call it Rondolution or something. Yeah, Rondolution, yeah. I wouldn't like that either. I wouldn't like <laughs> but if that. But if you want a week three and you're looking for someone to slide in who might be kind of an out-of-the-box thought, they could just sign Candice LeRae, and if they don't want... You know, if she's probably going to NXT. Yeah, I wouldn't but... want to just do that... Immediately, I don't think that'd be the right way to go about. Probably it. not, but she would be someone who would be. I think it is part of the problem they're having with. Oh, I don't want to do too much Riot Squad here because it's a SmackDown thing. But I think it's part of the problem is that it's three people that nobody really seemed to. I love Ruby Riot, and you're right. Liv Morgan does a lot of good things. Yes, Sarah Logan is completely green, and, and there's nothing really there. Which is weird. Um, she's green because she's well, right, not uh, the uh, most experienced, but, but like, one. She yeah, is, she's, as, she's, as far as a wrestler goes. Yeah. Um, but I think part of the problem is that no one just really nobody really cares. There's just nothing. Yep. Um, whereas by associating them with Paige, you made people care. People had to care about Absolution because Paige is a big effing deal. And so I don't think it would be the right decision to, to turn to somebody that's, that's green, that doesn't have any, that carries nothing when they show up. I think it right. need, if you're going to keep doing it and you want it to be a third person, it's got to be somebody that matters a little bit. So either, I could see a situation where Ruby Riot's one of the last three or four girls in the Royal Rumble to try to like. Oh, yeah, so yeah, get it over. Sure. yeah, absolutely. I could absolutely see that. All right, when we come back in, we'll talk to Austin Theory from Evolve. That's next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Right now is your best time to upgrade into a new Chevrolet or Mitsubishi during Jerry's Trade-In, Trade-Up event. Jerry's is offering up to 130% Kelly Blue Book value for your trade. Take advantage of Jerry's lowest prices on all the new 2018 Chevy and Mitsubishi models, including Malibus, Equinox, and Colorado trucks. Plus, they come with Jerry's extended service care, featuring four years of free maintenance. Visit Jerry's Chevrolet on Joppa Road or online at jerryschevrolet.com. Back in here for segment number two, jobbing out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course, the main event. 
A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins. Well, boys, Evolve returns to the MCW Arena in Joppa on February 18th as part of what is an amazing weekend for local professional wrestling fans. It is just a wild, wild weekend for lots of great events. And Evolve comes on Sunday. They always put on amazing shows. A man who will be part of it this time around. One of the uh, the hottest names on the indie scene, young, up-and-coming rock star Austin Theory, now joins us here on Jobbing Out. Austin, it's so good to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us. Yeah, absolutely, man. Hey, man, I, there's so much to be excited about. Like, I got it. I would like anything more than to go back 15 years and be you. Like, Jesus Christ, how good is it to know, like, you've got the entire world as your oyster at this moment, that you're 20 years old, you're already in a really good place. Like, how good does it feel, the position that you're in right now as, as you sort of make your way through the beginning of your pro wrestling career? Uh, I would say, like, sometimes it's, it's kind of surreal that it's happening so fast for me. But, you know, just... You know, when I was eight years old, that's like when I seen, you know, wrestling for the first time. And ever since then, I was just hooked on it and always wanted to do it. And I kind of growing up knew like, man, like I'm going to be something. And whether people laughed or believe me, like I just knew to myself, like that one day, like it would be a reality. Oh, no doubt. And it's it's clearly coming for you. Was there a moment when... You know, look. I know it maybe hasn't technically happened yet, but is there a moment so far that you look back and say, "Here's how I knew this was going to work for me"? Um, I would just say like probably, you know, uh, actually when I signed with WWN back in January of 2016, like that moment kind of just was like a realization of like it's happening, like everything's coming together, like. You know, a lot of big names have been in that company and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that was definitely the moment where I was like, it's definitely going to happen. For people who... Uh, Go ahead, uh, AJ. uh, Oh, yeah. Austin, uh, I just have to let you know this now. Um, I am a big wrestling fan. I have been my whole life, Um, just like like you described. Uh, When I see your movie, Ataxia, how in the fuck did you come up with that? (laughs) Wait, what's that? The Ataxia. Oh, my finish. Yes. So basically, like, you know, being trained by A.R. Fox, I say the sky's the limit with, you know, coming up with moves. Um, but, yeah, I just, you know, just messing around in practice one day. And I've always liked the position of how, like, you know, like the pedigree is. So I was like, oh, well, maybe I could try something from here and, Next thing I know, I'm, like, flipping a dude on his face. It's sick. <laughs> it's sick. It's one of the best finishers I've ever seen. And that's not hyperbole. That's a that's an amazing finish. Thank you. Uh, for people who might not be aware, you mentioned uh, A.R. Fox, and we're, we're talking about him a lot in interviews these days. Uh, how did you get hooked up with him? Uh, when did you start training? Just kind of what's been your career to this point? Yeah, so I started training in 2000. Actually, I got signed to WWE in 2017. I think I said 2016. But, um, no, I started the WWA4 training school that AR Fox runs. Uh, I started that in 2016 in January and kind of just met him there. And my whole thing is, is I never really knew too much about independent wrestling. I was always a WWE guy. But when I met Fox, obviously everything changed and my perspective got bigger for that. 
Well, and, and look where it's gone from there. You know what I mean? Like, Two years crap. he's gotten yeah, to this point. Yeah, it's unbelievable. That's no unreal. Doubt. Austin Theory is with us as Evolve comes to the MCW Arena on February 18th. Austin, what was the biggest – as you started making your way, like what was the biggest piece of advice that people were giving you and that are giving you? Like when you bump into somebody who's been doing this for a few years, what are they telling you and and what have you already learned the most in a short amount of time in this business? Um, A lot of people – I've heard a lot of people tell me to, you know, like take my time and stuff like that. And like, yeah, I agree with that to a certain extent. No, F that. I feel like (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> yeah. go go get it what are you talking about take your time go get it what the hell yeah man? yeah absolutely yeah it's just you know i feel like people learn at different speeds and stuff like that and um for me it's just i don't know like i've always been the kid that was on the trampoline wrestling and trying to understand everything as quick as possible but um yeah i just i don't know there's always definitely more to learn i feel and i'm always open to learning and stuff like that but I never want to waste time. I always want to make, you know, like every minute, you know, valuable. Uh, recently, you uh, got a real, you got put over, not on camera, but in the ring by one William Regal. He pointed you out, you and uh, Darby Allen, as two guys who could legitimately be the future of the business. What did that moment mean to you? Uh, You know, like playing in the ring after that match with Darby and, you know, hearing Regal's music hit, that kind of kind of just shook me for a minute. Like, oh, this is real. You know, and hearing the people saying both these guys, and yeah, it's just crazy. But definitely all the words he said, I definitely took them in and just, yeah, sometimes it's crazy. Like, even though you, you might know, like, you can be something someday, it's like, it's finally when it's in your face, it's like, wow. Like, it just takes your breath away. Also, go ahead, AJ. Oh, uh, you! I, I'm just sitting here. I'm. I've been just scrolling down your Twitter feed, and you're shredded, dude. Like you are, <laughs> you are shredded, bro. Like respect. Like what is what, <laughs> what is what is your what is your regimen like? Like just speaking as somebody. Like I'm trying to get your ab workout because mine aren't working. <laughs> so the crazy thing about it is. Like, I don't train abs at all. Oh, go F yourself. Go F. Yeah, he go was F. born like that, came yeah, out yeah, with yeah, a six-pack. The worst. So, I, I've always heard, too, and, like, I actually go by this because I believe it, that abs are made in the kitchen. Yeah, mine ain't getting made in the kitchen. Definitely true. It's made in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe when you're not busy making sandwiches, abs are made in the kitchen. Maybe yeah. that's the case. Maybe that's true. <laughs> Um, you know, Austin, is this fun for you? This is, this is a, to, to talk to somebody at this point in the career, the way that you are is, is wild because I, I feel like for some people it's fun at the beginning and then at some point it becomes work. And then for other people, it's the exact opposite, which is at the beginning, they don't know how to have fun because they're so nervous about everything and they're trying to make everything work. Like, are, are you able to have fun doing this right now or is this work to you? Um, sometimes I forget that it's work for me because this is what I do full time and sometimes I'm like I, I'll like forget that I get paid for this must be nice yeah must be, nice. Must be really must be nice. take take us back to you, you mentioned uh, a year ago signing with WWN 
you had been training for a year. You had basically just discovered the indie scene that year. So you're very new to the area. What about WWN did, did, why did you sign with them instead of, you know, keeping your options open? What about it um, was so appealing? Um, you know, I'm honestly like a person that just like, I go with my heart and, you know, I actually talked to AR Fox a lot about it and he's like a big influence on me. And, um, I talked to him about it and stuff like that. And I just feel like, you know, my whole life, I've always been somebody that just takes risks and doesn't really want to be like, what if this happens? What is this? You know, I've just always been at it, like, just go after it. So when that, when that offer came, I just, I realized like, wow, like these people see something in me, you know, and I've only been wrestling for a year at the time when they signed me. So, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go for it. Well, I mean, good decision, by the way. It's certainly working for Yeah, you. it's definitely paid off. How, how much of it, too, obviously we now know with um, Gabe having consultants deal with WWE, but how much of it is, it's very clear that the WWE is watching, um, particularly Evolve, but with the WWN in general, like what they're doing, the WWE is obviously watching those guys and they're pulling them up and they're showing up, Triple H is showing up at shows and you know, things along those lines. How much of that is a factor, and, and how much does that matter to you as as why you're doing this and, and part of a company like this? Um, So with WWE having their eyes on, you know, the whole company, WWN, um, it's definitely a big factor to me. Um, I personally asked Gabe um, when I signed with him, you know, um, does this mean like me signing this, I won't be able to go to WWE while I'm under contract, you know? And he told me like, I could definitely go to WWE if I'm under contract with them. And that's, you know, like I said, before I met Fox, you know, I didn't know much about independent wrestling, you know, WWE's always been my goal and it still is. And I think, you know, for the rest of my life, it will be, you know, fighting to get there. So then like having their eyes on that company is just like great to me and me being 20 years old like i'm glad like they're watching because they can see you know my my progress and the process with me. so i it, it just hit me you said you started watching wrestling when you were eight and you were always a wwe guy that means you started watching in like 2006 which makes me feel really really old for one thing yeah. but but who were you watching like who were you trying to emulate who were your favorites growing up so Usually people hate when I say this, but I don't really care. It was John Cena. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the thing about Cena for me, John Cena was, was um, the man at that time. Yeah, it makes perfect sense when you were eight watching in two thousand six. Absolutely. Yeah, I think the thing with John Cena for me was definitely um, the character of his, just stuff that I had gone through in my life uh, at such a, like a young age, just stuff going on with me. Um, he just like motivated me and pushed me to, you know, want to like, you know, get through stuff and, you know, start working out and stuff like that. And just him just being this hero and, you know, always like having somebody's back. I just was like really motivated by his character. And, um, another person that was really, you know, a lot of motivation for me was Jeff Hardy. Um, the thing about Jeff was, I was a small kid, so I thought, hey, you know, I want to be a wrestler, so I need to, you know, go with somebody that is, you know, smaller. And I actually met Jeff in person, and he's not a small dude at all, but I thought he was, you know, back <laughs> when I was watching. But um, 
I was just like, man, like this guy, the way he does moves and stuff. And like, I was a little like athletic kid. Like I could move quick and do flips and stuff. So I was like, man, like Jeff Hardy. So I just watch him and, you know, I'd be in the backyard, like doing swantons off the fence post onto the trampoline, like all, all that stuff. And, and somehow you survived all of it, by the way, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the good news. I made news. it to the light. Yeah, that's the good news. Hey, um, to the closest 100, how many marriage proposals does Priscilla Kelly get every night? Um, probably a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the fans love her. For good For reason. For good reason, yeah. For good reason. What, what is, what is right. partnering with her, what, what does that add to it? it? It's a great partnership. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like the thing with us is, you know, with our characters, we definitely, you would never see us together in high school. You know? <laughs> it's like, the breakfast club. Right. Yeah, you know, but I feel like that's like, it's like most of the, most wrestling fans, I feel like, are um, on the independent that, that comes to the shows. I feel like they're more that, like, rugged, like, um, concert-type fan, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, to them, Priscilla's like, you know, that hot chick for them. And when they see me, this, like, jock-looking, football-player-looking dude, they just, like, hate it. So <laughs> it's just it's just perfect, you know what I mean? No doubt, It's, it's really working, and, uh, you know, obviously you've had big success, and, and you just won uh, your first major title, the FIP title, uh, last yeah. month, a, a title that, you know, Brian Danielson, Roderick Strong, Tyler Black has held in the past. Like, what, yeah. what did that mean to you? Uh, winning that championship, it was just, uh, just winning that championship, man, it was like, it's actually crazy, but in that particular match, there was a point in the match where I was down and I just, I was like looking, I'm not sure if I was looking at the ceiling or looking at the fans, but I just kind of like told myself like, this is what I was born to do. Like, I just felt that moment and winning that championship and knowing that you know, like the guys you name, like Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Roger Strong, just putting my name on that list is crazy. It's insane. Yeah, it's unbelievable. What a moment. No question about it. All right, he is Austin Theory, and he will be at Evolve at the MCW Arena on February 18th. Austin, let's get some plugs in for you, man. Um, social media, T-shirts, anything. What can we plug for you? Um, on Instagram, I'm Austin underscore Theory. On Facebook, it's Austin Theory, and on Twitter, it's Austin Theory One. Very cool. Go give him a follow on all of those spots, uh, Austin, dude. You're killing it. We don't need you. To, well, you don't need us to tell you that. My God, who, <laughs> who knows how quick we're going to be saying this guy is the biggest star of all stars in professional wrestling? And we really appreciate you taking some time for us, man. We'll see you at Evolve on the 18th, and we'd love to do this again real soon. All right? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Good stuff. Appreciate Austin Theory joining us. Uh, boys, let's shift gears. Let's get into uh, SmackDown from this week. And I guess we start with a new United States champion, and I was surprised. Um, uh, I I thought that Jinder would be in the U.S. champ would make a lot of sense. But I, I remember saying a couple weeks ago that I always thought that this was leading to Bobby Roode winning the, the tournament and having uh, Dolph Ziggler come back and yeah. say, look, dude, I never lost the belt, and you set up Bobby Roode right. versus Dolph yeah. Ziggler, which is basically Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels ladder match for the title. Um, yeah, agreed. 
All that being said, I just think that it was more valuable for them to have done. Now, could it have been gender for two weeks and then had Bobby yeah. Roode win and then you could have done this? I think that there was value in having Jinder Mahal as the United States champion. Now, here's the other question. Why did they rush it? Why did they have those last three matches there? Is it simply because they realized, I mean, A, I guess Owens might be a little banged up, so maybe they had a, an Owens segment plan there and they realized, okay, we need to fill it. Is it something where they were like, okay, well, we can have Ziggler come out right afterwards, but it would be better if we have Rude carry it for a week, have Ziggler, and then have the match at the Rumble. Yeah, it, it, I think there, there's a number of logical oh, any, yeah, answers of, to it, them. but I, I'd right. be curious to know why exactly they yeah. did it. I, I think the latter is, is right, Aaron. I, I really think that next week we're going to see Dolph Ziggler during uh, Bobby Roode's coronation speech. Dolph Ziggler's going to come back, blah, 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 blah. And I think if they are setting up for a ladder match at the Rumble. Um, which, I don't know about the latter, but... Why not? I mean, I think it would make a lot of sense, but it is a lot... You're doing so many things already at the Rumble to throw in a ladder match on top of that. But 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 it's just like, except for the Rumbles, they're all just regular matches. There's a handicap match. Well, I know, but the Rumbles are pretty significant. You know what I mean? Like, I think that you're, there's a lot that goes into... Here's my, my, my thought would be. My thought would be either you save that... I, the ladder match is a blow-off, right? And I don't know yet that you're at a blow-off with Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. They had one match before... They had a few. Well, one on pay-per-view, and they had right. a couple on right. television. Right, but one on pay-per-view. And I would think that, that you're probably setting up for a third. And so I think if you're going to get to a ladder match, the ladder match is the blow-off match. Like, I I think that in this scenario, you have Bobby Roode win this one, which creates the need for a third match, and then that would become your ladder match. But, uh, you know, sure. I'm not saying it's a bad idea, for God's sakes. I'm all for it either way. Um, I... I Again, it's the question of, okay, so now where are you headed with gender, right? Like, this was a very good way for them to keep heat on gender, keep him as a strong heel. That's sort of always lingering when you need a strong heel uh, to be involved. So where do you go now with gender moving forward? Do you immediately throw him into another program, or is he just sort of there for when you need him? I think that you use gender right now, to turn somebody that you want to see if they can work as a face, like Rusev Day. Um, that's interesting. That's interesting. I'm certainly not opposed to it. I know that much. I mean, I like because, everything. Because even though it's only one gender with, well, I guess at the end of the show, we weren't really sure if they're both going to be alive still next week. Right. <laughs> Was that Samir or Sunil? That's that. I guess is, I, what no, happened. Nobody knows. Nobody knows which one it is. I don't know why you would ask us that question. I'm excited that I remembered their names were Samir. Yes, yeah, yeah. fairness, right? Uh, but does anybody know what happened to him? No, not really. Dang, you guys are bad people. Um, <laughs> do uh, you really care? Do you yes, really? I do. Oh. Inter- yes, I'm actually going to look right now before I finish my statement. Hold on. Sing, brother. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, this is captivating. Yeah, great, yeah, right. great radio we, right we here. Check the internet. We, <laughs> we try to find out what's going on. Well, oh. e- either way, uh, you could work a situation where um, they still have the numbers advantage, even because there's three of them. Right. Um, and that would be the easy way to do it. Uh, you could also use right now uh, an opportunity to use gender against whoever the next big name person coming over from Roy is. Okay, but 
He's uh, talking about through WrestleMania. Yeah. What do you do in the immediacy after this for the next three months or whatever? Uh, I really couldn't tell you. Uh, look, I don't know that you have to have a because I do. I think, was going to say I don't know. I don't know if right now they're prioritizing gender. Well, I don't know that they're prioritizing it. I don't think it's the other word because again, oh, I th- you could use. You know what you could use if if you do have Shinsuke win the Royal Rumble, which is still what I think is going to happen. Uh, you have him as a stopgap. You have Shinsuke because they they have a pay per view. Yeah, you know you have Shinsuke. I haven't beaten you yet. So. Yeah. I'm not. I think that's a great way, actually. That, yeah, that actually probably tremendous. makes sense. I think that's tremendous. Um, look, I think that it's smart to keep him strong because I think that character should always be able to be available to you as a strong heel when you need and someone. The, and the and the good thing about how I outlined it is if he ends up losing to Shinsuke because he lost to Shinsuke, he still is strong because it's Shinsuke. Right, and Shinsuke would have just won the Royal Rumble and would be headed yeah. to WrestleMania at that point. No, yeah. I, I hear you. I think that works. Um, as far as what else from SmackDown, not much. It was all ultimately. about the U.S. title. Yeah, it was the, the majority. Unless you want to rant more about the Riot Squad. Look, I don't want to – I don't know what they're doing there, and it's a bummer because I, I think there's two things that killed them. It's absolutely atrocious that they just came out and did the exact episode. Right. They, they were a absolution light, and when you're making a direct comparison, if you're definitively worse than another group that you're com- being so compared you, to, so you're you look even worse. So you to do some strong things. Yes, that's what I, that's what I call the uh, Kingdom Come Syndrome. Oh, the, because why? Wait, explain because, that. Because, because Jay-Z right. dropped the Black Album, uh-huh. and the Black Album is one of the best albums in the history of hip-hop. Okay. Right? And he said he was retired. He said he was done. He came back, and so Black Album's a 10 out of 10. Yeah. He, he comes back with Kingdom Come, which is honestly an 8.5 out oh, of 10. Oh, but because it wasn't is, the Black Album. Which is a right. great album. Right, you know? right. Okay. And because it wasn't the best album, people shitted on it. Okay, you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Um, so, yeah, look, I'm a... Uh... I, it's just there's nothing there. It's de- it's DOA. It's- yeah, I mean they're they're not ne- you know individually they're fine as a group they're not interesting as a group they're not threatening because no. they're not really you know yeah they picked they up just the won. yeah they, that was the first time they won in, a, in May- yes and I know that they they had a win before but right after that win they got their ass kicked right. for for the most part their be- their arrival has meant you can't you can't you can't say i reserve the right to change my mind next week and then the week that they fucking come and win a match say they're not getting a push but they're well, winning one that's match not a push. No. winning one match when after i think it was 3 weeks of them being... who did who did Liv morgan pin it doesn't matter one... i just don't remember i don't remember it it doesn't matter when doesn't you know matter. one went after you've literally who was Naomi... it? Just tell me. Oh, was it was charlotte it? No, no, it was Becky Lynch. Okay, okay. I think. But I'm saying, like, when that happens two week, a- two or three weeks after Naomi single-handedly takes out the three of them, like, it doesn't just, balance just, the scales there. Boy, there's just nothing there. Look, I mean, if they keep going with it, I guess, but the problem, again, still is that I'm measuring them up to this other faction. Now, if this other faction disappears, does it suddenly pave the way for them to be the one women's faction? Sure, and they could do something cool. They need to do something that separates them. And that's the problem to this point, is that winning a match doesn't separate them in any way. It's just winning a match. Um, They need to do something that makes them stand out, that makes them a threat, that makes them something other than just three chicks that are all sort of hanging out together. Um, And and that part, 
boy, I'm struggling to come up with something that accomplishes that. Boy, am I struggling in that department. There just doesn't seem to be anything there. Short, short of Ruby winning the Rumble, which I don't right, believe that, is going to happen. I mean, that would be that would be the type of thing that would accomplish it. You know what I mean? Like, are, but I don't buy are it. You guys, are you guys sure that Sarah Lo- uh, Sarah Logan's not going to win the Royal Rumble? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I got a funny feeling that would be. I'll, I'll take yeah. that bet if yeah, you're offering right. it. <laughs> I'd be willing to do something there. Yeah, I just. Ugh. By the way, I was wrong. If she, uh, I forgot. I just realized she pinned Naomi. Okay. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. Two-time I, I, women's champion Naomi. I understand that. It's one pin. It's one. It doesn't suddenly make me say, "Wow, look at the Riot Squad." Like I, I'm not. I'm not saying it should. I'm just saying that they, that they are doing a better job because they've already clearly have a plan. Unless they screwed up. Well, they got to. They got to keep going. They got to keep going, and they got to have something bigger than that. Because it's just nothing. It's just nothing. There is so little there. It's ugh. It's painful. Um. Hey, while we have time here, because there really is nothing else from SmackDown that we need to talk about. Um. I want to talk about the Mix Max Challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, there's a couple of things, a couple of elements to this. First of all, did you? I'll start with AJ because he's the one that's been down on it the most. Did you end up watching? No. Okay, Aaron. I did actually. Okay. Did you watch at ten o'clock on Facebook? Yeah, I watched it on okay. Facebook. First thing, and I know that you tweeted about it. Yeah. Why in the world would the WWE launch a new show at ten o'clock on Tuesday night when also at ten o'clock on Tuesday night they wanted you to watch? Their show on the USA Network. That was impressive. That was truly what was impressive. That? Like, what in the world are you doing? I guess they assume most people on Facebook aren't watching TV, so they're trying to get both audiences. Okay, I mean, there, maybe there's something to be said for that. But you've mean, been... to be fair, I, I I did have the the TV on on mute. On did you really? Thing. Well, I didn't I didn't bother changing. I just pulled up the computer and, oh, I just, and so, so I muted right, it. So right, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been promoting the hell out of this right. other thing. And, and honestly, all... honestly, if I was, that's the thing though. I didn't want to watch the Mix Max Challenge because I didn't want to get on Facebook and watch it, right? Right. But but the thing was, if I hadn't already seen that epi- that uh, Raw twenty five top twenty five, if I hadn't already seen that, I would have definitely, definitely watched it right after SmackDown, and I wasn't going to go on Facebook. So like that's my that's what I'm saying. Okay, I mean, you're saying that there's two totally separate audiences. I don't think they can operate quite that way. I think that there there had to be something that was a little amiss about that decision. I get that there are partial separate audiences, and look, the number, Aaron, you said it was... It was, I I, I don't know the exact number, that, right. but I, I definitely saw around 125,000 up on the, the screen at times. And again, I want to keep in mind that that, that doesn't mean that 125,000 people watch the entirety of the match but versus... That, but that you know, we're they, on during the stream, right. which is... I mean, but that's impressive, whatever it is. Um, well, yeah. And, and, you know what else, and you know what else that is? Monetizable. Well, correct. Mm-hmm. As, as somebody who gets far fewer Facebook Live views than that, I can tell you it is very monetizable because those are real numbers. You can actually say, hey, these people are actually seeing... If you put an ad on the screen during this, people are actually seeing it. Uh, now, I don't know what the agreement is between WWE and Facebook because unlike when you and I do a Facebook Live video, if you're on Facebook Watch... There's some different. It's like right. it's it's like being on a TV channel, um, but yeah, there's something to be said for it. It 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 worked to that extent. 
Uh, we it also. Was fun. I, I enjoyed actually the the way they did it was fun because they also had uh, <laughs> Sammy and uh, Becky kind of commenting on Facebook during it, like oh, during okay. the That's match. Cool. They, they little That's cool. messages. So you had Becky doing her puns. You had Sammy saying stuff like, "Yeah, I'm just doing this because Becky signed us up for it when I wasn't paying That's attention." Cool. You know, little things like this. So the little things of the uh, the pr- presentation was very cool. Um, as, as I said last week, I think the fact that it's kind of non-canon works for it because it allows the wrestlers to have a little bit more fun right. than they would normally. You had Shinsuke Nakamura coming out in uh, Jim the Anvil Neidhart's like, get-up. Ah, uh, that's cool. Like, All right. That's it, it was really cool. Um, right. and, and it was fun. Like, is it something that, oh my god, you have to watch? No. Is it something that if I'm bored at 10 o'clock when SmackDown that I, I'll probably turn on? Yeah. I probably will. Okay. It's kind of fun that way. Okay. That's interesting. And I feel like we learned something else that's significant, which is you're going to be able to see it on the network? Yeah, apparently 40 – and I don't know if it's just for Canada since Canada can't do it or if mm. it's everybody. But there was a tweet out there that the network is going to have it on on Thursday. Well, let's see if we can pull and up. guess when I'll be watching. Yeah, right? Well, that's – by the way, that's how you'll get me too because I'm not likely – again – Short of, and I don't know this, and I feel like a dummy, and we probably should have done this research. I, if, if, they're, they put, if they put The Rock in the Mix Max Challenge, I'll watch it. Oh, well, yeah, it. you would watch it. I'm saying that if there was an app, if it was just – if switching from TV to Facebook Watch was as simple as it is to switch from TV to Netflix right. on, on my TV, then I'd probably be inclined if I feel – first of all, the problem is for me I don't watch anything live to begin with. So I'm the wrong person to ask right. about this. I don't watch anything live ever. Can you watch it on Facebook afterwards, or do you have to watch it I live? assume you can, because you can watch almost everything on Facebook. At, it, it almost automatically archives, I feel like. So I assume you can uh, I can pull up Facebook. Yeah, I guess it. we should try to figure that out, too. I, yeah, think, these I, are all, I, I think all these things are relevant in trying yeah, to figure let's see. out. Yeah, let me pull up Mixed Match. Because, like, I, maybe some point during the day while I'm at the office, it's only 20 minutes, right? Like, I might be inclined to, to just put it on on Facebook that uh, way. Yes, you can watch it. It's up right now on By the Facebook. way, at 10 o'clock on Thursday night, yes, it is available everywhere. The okay. Mixed Max Challenge will air on the WWE Network. So I think that... It, that part of it is big to me because I am going to be more inclined to watch something that way than I am to be able to tuning it in at, at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday night. But I think that's big. And it also means that you're giving something to the people that are subscribing to your network, which is, by the way, it's not content that you'll only be able to see on Facebook. You will be able to see it on the WWE Network. Right. Do, we know now, do we know enough about whether or not it was live? It, w- it was live. Okay. So do we know what they did with 205 Live? I assume they, did. they just started right after. At 1030. Yeah. Okay. Because there was talk about them recording it before right. beforehand. I assume that's the. I don't know one hundred percent, but I, from what I understand, that that seemed to be the case. All right, very good. Um, when we come back in, we are going to chat with the great Silas Young, TV champion of Ring of Honor, and a man that's accomplished. First of all, he's had an amazing life, a fascinating life, and is a very accomplished wrestler as well. So we'll chat with Silas Young next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis. This is jobbing out. Visit Buffalo Wild Wings weekdays from 11 to 2 and take advantage of their new 15-minute lunch guarantee or your lunch is free. That's right, free. And with a 15-minute lunch guarantee, that means less time waiting and more time eating delicious B-dubs before you got to get back to the office. Buffalo Wild Wings, White Marsh, Owings Mills, and Westminster Wings Beer Sports available for dine-in orders at participating locations for a limited time. See restaurant for details.
back in here for segment number three. It is Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, of course. The main event. A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins. Joined now by the last real man. He is the current television champion on Ring of Honor and a man who's had an outstanding career. The great Silas Young is our guest here on Jobbing Out. Silas, it's good to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for taking some time for us. No problem. Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely, man. We have so much we want to talk to you about, but before we get anywhere, so I know a lot about you, but there are things I didn't know about you, so I was asking some friends that are with Ring of Honor, and uh, Aaron actually told me something before the show that I swear to God I never knew about you. Can you please explain to me why it is that you ever use the song Bye 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 by NSYNC as an entrance song, and then... Why would you ever use a different song than Bye 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 by NSYNC as an entrance song? <laughs> I don't know. I think I've been wrestling for a long time. I've used a lot of really ridiculous uh, entrance songs at different times. So, uh, you know, just, just having fun with it, that's about all. Well, it's the greatest song ever, so I'm totally good with that one. What was the other – can, can you remember any of the other ridiculous songs that you used? Uh, I've used um, – the 500 miles uh, i would walk 500 miles another great song by, yeah by the proclaimers um i used journey for a long time down in chicago don't stop believing uh i don't know just a lot of different songs so what you're saying is you just have excellent taste in music it's just that's what we've <laughs> learned about you at this point is you just have incredible tastes well thank you i'll take that now how before i let aj jump in how was the reaction the first time you came out to bye 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 because I'm guessing at that point in time, pro wrestling crowds maybe not the biggest in sync fans. Oh yeah, no, that people totally crapped all over it. It was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you um? Do you? How long? Be honest. How long does it take for you to maintain such an incredible mustache? <laughs> uh, probably about two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Probably of- about two weeks. Wait, two, you mean like if you, if you shave it off, you get it back in two weeks? Yeah, two weeks if I shave That's it off. That's impressive. Wow. Holy crap, man. Wow. Yep. Do you have to do daily activities in order to keep it? Well, yeah, you have to do manly activities. That's what makes it grow faster. <laughs> well, what, what sort of manly activities? Kill a, kill a wildebeest or something like Chop, that? Chopping wood outside? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, combing his chest hair. <laughs> well, well, let's it takes go. It's a real man to have a, a, a chest mane. I appreciate it. Yeah, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. Let's go back to uh, final battle. You won the uh, four way to the TV title. Uh, what was that moment like for you? Uh, that was that was pretty awesome, man. You know, that's uh, it's the first major title I've ever won. Uh, you know, it was in New York City. It was in the Hammerstein Ballroom. There was a lot of a lot of wrestling history in that in that building in that specific room so that was that was pretty awesome and uh you know i've i really enjoy working for ring of honor and enjoy you know all the places we get to go but being able to wrestle in hammerstein that's always that's always like top notch no no doubt no doubt it's incredible um i i want to come back i know we're going to talk so much i want to come back to the mustache for a second (laughs) just for a second I know that you modeled the, the, the Last Real Man character after your father. I know you've talked about that. I, I read the ESPN story about it. But, but does the, was the mustache his too? And, like, did you really not ever, like, do the mustache until you decided this was the direction you were going with the character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was, that was totally, totally. My, my dad always had a mustache, still has a mustache. 
and that was that was most definitely not until I started doing the last romantic thing. I never wore a mustache before did, that. Did, did you know that you could grow a mustache <laughs> at that point, or like was it? Was, I'm just gonna see what might happen here. Well, no, I mean, I I would. I'm a pretty lazy dude, so it's not like I shave all the time. So. <laughs> Uh, I, I always had like a beard, so I knew I just had to shave the beard off. So yeah, I mean, I always knew I could grow, okay. grow a pretty sweet mustache. Okay, <laughs> you're right about that. There's no doubt. Did you ever? Uh, did you ever get any heat backstage when you first came up with the last real man gimmick? Like, were people pissed off? Like, what are you saying that you? I'm not a real man. Like, did that happen at all? Uh, no, I mean, I think there's. I think there's some people that were offended. Not. Not really anything um, with anybody in wrestling or backstage, but I think I think some people get offended by it sometimes because I try to I try to really push the lines with it. You know, um, everything's so offensive nowadays. <laughs> you, you can offend yeah. people with anything, so uh, I, I I try and push the lines a little bit. But I think I I think most people know that it's you know it's character driven stuff. So you know, I, I feel like I kind of get a pass on that maybe. Yeah. Speaking of when you debuted that gimmick, you know you created a time at Ring of Honor. It was 2012, I believe. That was when they were really going into kind of the the gritty realism, the mixed martial arts. Yeah, you know, Davey Richards and Kyle O'Reilly, and you know, kind we of. We were at a few of those shows. We we were at a few of those shows. I think we had we were at my been at the show where he debuted the last real man gimmick. We absolutely were there. And and you come out in this, you know, basically an old school '80s heel gimmick. What what was the thought process there when it seemed you you went the opposite direction that most people were going in Ring of Honor? Uh, well, you know, honestly, I'm gl- I'm kind of glad you asked that. Uh, for the longest time, I was just uh, I was just Silas Young. I was a guy who like had long hair and a beard, and I was a good wrestler, and you know, I was, you know, respected by my peers and stuff like that. But um, you know, I had the opportunity to do the Top Prospect Tournament that year. And, uh, I just, I knew that I had to do something different because there's a, a bunch of other guys there that just have a first name and a last name and they're really good wrestlers. So I felt like I needed something character wise to stick out. And it was something that I had been bouncing around in my head and something I'd actually tried out a couple times other places. But that was when I was like, you know what? I just need to go like full out with this, come at it with a character. And then at least I have something, you know, a little bit more to offer than just being a good wrestler. So I, I mean, I knew it was, I knew it was the opposite of what everybody was doing. So that's, that's why I wanted to do it was because I thought it'd be, it would help me stand out more. Well, and it's awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that adds yeah, to it. It helps that it's awesome. Yeah. Right. Sure. He's Silas Young from ring of honor. And he's with us here on jobbing out. You know, Silas, you're a guy, you're, you're 38 years old, correct? And 37. 37. Okay, sorry. My apologies. Did not mean to age you. What a day. Yeah, no, Wikipedia has me born in 79. I was born in Okay. 80. All right, there you go. So there you go. That's how we it all... Fi- we got to yeah. fix Wiki. Correct. I- I'll go in and edit it now. Wikipedia uh, gave me a cousin <laughs> I don't have. So, yeah, yeah, right. so, so you're a guy that's getting to a point in your career. It's funny. We just had Christopher Daniels on last week, and we were talking about um, you know, finally winning a world championship and that it was sort of a burden for him to be a guy that, that hadn't won a world championship. As you get to this age and this point in your career, I, I know this is all kayfabe, and I get it, it's pro wrestling, and we shouldn't care about this type of crap. But do you start thinking about that, the like, accomplishments that maybe you have on your bucket list, right? Like, Do you start thinking about those things now as you get towards the age of 40? Absolutely. I mean, if, if guys say they don't or that they don't care, they're liars. They do care. Everybody cares. Uh, we all... We all do this because we love what we do, but we, you know, it's it's human nature to want to be the best. It's human nature to want to be the champion, and 
you know, have a, a feel like you're the face of the company or not that you're carrying it, but like you're the face of the company, you're the champion. You know, I think, I think every guy wants that, but I, I also get that it's, it's a lot of stress. You know, you, you have to go out there, especially in a place like Ring of Honor where everybody's really good and everybody's having really good matches. You got to go out there every night as the main event. You got to be better than everything else that was already on the show. So I get the, I get the mindset of it, you know, being a burden, but I think that's, I think that's a burden we all want at one point in our lives or one point in our career. And with myself, I mean, I've been wrestling for it'll be 16 years this, like this March. So I, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I finally feel like things are moving, moving forward yeah. more and more and that I won a championship. And, you know, I'm looking for more of those challenges. I'm looking for more of those burdens. I feel like my body's really healthy. It's held up for me. I don't hurt. All so, right, then I'm going to put you on the spot. You got the, they give you the big strap. You're the ROH champion. Who do you want to work um, a program with? Mm. I don't know. There's a lot of good guys. I mean, Cody's really good. Uh, Jay Lethal's excellent. You know, I've worked a lot with him this past year. Uh, you know, Jay's, Jay's amazing. Uh, the Briscoes are really good. Uh, I mean, everybody. Honestly, there, there's yeah. not. I mean, you're not one wrong. person on that roster. Yeah, all those guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they suck compared to me, obviously. Uh, you know, speaking of the world champion, the world champion right now is Dalton Castle. You had a tremendous feud with, and your the two gimmicks played off of each other perfectly. How much fun does your your gimmick allow? You know, how much fun do you have with it when you get to face someone like that, where the the characters mesh so perfectly? Oh, I love that, man. That that's like some of my favorite stuff about wrestling. I I feel like that that whole program that me and Dalton did together, you know, really helped show everybody, you know, exactly who each of us are. You know, it really, really like you know outlined and explained everything. I guess if that makes sense. Uh, and it just really got gave us both a chance to to shine both of our characters. Right. I thought it was something that was really beneficial for both of us. Well, clearly, obviously, see where you guys have gone since then. It's 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 clear that that was a huge program for both of you. Um, right. We're another couple of minutes here with Silas Young from Ring of Honor on jobbing out. Silas, I want to go back because um, I know you've talked about some of the things that you've battled in your life uh, in the past, and it, it, it's a remarkable story to me that I feel like is something that that deserves being told over and over again, but I don't know how comfortable it is for you. For people that don't know, you battled a, a serious addiction problem at one point in your life, correct? Right. So, so can you take me through getting into this business, sort of the things that you have to do, and also like knowing that that's part of your life, and you're out working shows every weekend, and you're in different places. I know that never goes away. Once you battle addiction, you battle addiction forever. You just, you know, you're, you're clean at some points. Um, right. What, what's that like for someone who's traveling the way that you are, and someone that's doing shows all over the country, to to have to keep that in mind? Um, you know what, nowadays it's pretty, it's, it's pretty easy. You know, I like wrestling's always had that reputation, especially like in the eighties and maybe even the nineties that it was a, a big party and, and drug business, which, you know, uh, it, it was, uh, but nowadays it's guys aren't like that so much, you know, guys are, I mean, I'm not saying guys don't party, but you know, guys are more likely to, you know, hang out and, and get some beers or have some drinks and then, you know, whatever happens within the night happens within the night, but you know, the 
guys are more concerned more nowadays about going to the gym and working out and stuff like that and you know putting on the best performance they can so I mean, we still we still go out and have have some drinks and stuff like that but it's not it's not as crazy as it once was i guess you can say yeah well, it's probably it's probably for the best for everybody by the way it's, it was a little, right right it was a little too crazy for a long time no doubt about that all right, he is Silas Young from Ring of Honor, and I, let me, Silas, just for the company this year, there's this other thing that's going on with that Cody and the Bucks are doing, and it's the all-in event in September. How right. much do all of you have your eyes on that? And and I know that's a weird thing, right, because it's not technically a Ring of Honor show, but, like, look, it's going to be pretty heavy Ring of Honor when it comes down to it. How important is this event to everybody, the success of this event, um, and, and sort of knowing that it's a reflection on all of the independent wrestling in a way, what they're going to be trying to put on. Yeah. Uh, it's, pr- it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's a huge, uh, it's a, it's a huge, uh, undertaking, I guess. Right. It's, it's something that they're trying for the first time. They're going to try and fill something like a 10,000 seat arena. I mean, that's awesome. And, and you're right. They're going to have a lot of, a lot of the best, I guess you could say unsigned talent or maybe some signed talent. I'm not, I'm not exactly real sure yeah. what the details on it, or if, if it is like a Ring of Honor show or if it's not a Ring of Honor show. But, you know, I, I hope they sell it out, man. I hope I hope it goes awesome for it. It's just it's always good to have more and more opportunities in the wrestling business and more opportunities for guys to make money. You want to be a part of it? Absolutely. I think everybody wants to be a part of it. It's going to be... Uh, going to be a huge deal it's something that's brand new so i think anybody would want to be a part of it well it's going to be an amazing amazing thing there's no question about that all right he is the last real man silas young silas let's get some plugs in for you man what can we plug for you social media wise t-shirts anything like that yeah you can uh, i mean you can always find uh, uh some t-shirts and merchandise at ring of honor wrestling.com you can also find my t-shirts at pro wrestling backslash Silas Young, and you can also follow me on Twitter at LastRealManROH. At LastRealManROH, that's how you give him a follow. Of course, RHWrestling.com is where you can find out more about everything they have coming up, including Music City Excellence this weekend in Nashville, which is a huge, huge event. Hey, Silas, really enjoyed the conversation, man. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes for us. We'd love to do it again down the road. Absolutely, man. Anytime. All right, good stuff. Silas Young's awesome. Appreciate him joining us uh, for a very cool conversation. Really enjoyed that. Um, let's get into a quick count to wrap up the week. But before we do that, you know what I realized we didn't talk about at Speaking all? Speaking of a quick count or a yeah, slow right? count or what? a weird yeah, well, count. It wasn't a quick count. Yeah, for sure. What What the hell was all that on Monday night with the the, the pin that wasn't? What What was that? It was a really, really. I, I think it was just weird. a botch. I, I think I think he slid and hit one on his slide, but then realized that he should have started with one after that. Okay. I agree because he he moved. That was the thing. Is like, but he it did felt the like, count. He he turned a okay, little. But it bit. felt like they made a big deal out of it, which is not something that I think they would do for a botch. Well, I think for a botch they would do everything in their power to make it as though it didn't happen. Yeah, they do it sometimes, so especially if they want to make a point. Like if they if they think the referee fucked up and they want to kind of embarrass him, they'll yeah. do that sometimes. But do they do that that quickly? Yeah, they do. That they've dude. done that before. It just uh, it, it, yeah, JBL and JBL does it all the time. And and if, and you know who who I can't remember who it was who started to point it out. Um, but you know, probably. 
Yeah, I mean, if it was Graves, it, Vince a lot of times is in specifically in Graves' right. ear to say, "Hey, Graves, say this." Right. I understand. I just, I don't know, man. That seemed. It was weird. It was weird. That seemed way over the top. That seemed more like they were trying to do something, or and, and and they might do it. I I think they might go with it now. I right. don't think they went into the match thinking that. All right. All right. All right. Well, we've handled that now. Let's get into the quick count then. Um, some stories we haven't had an opportunity to talk about yet that we need to. Uh, we want to begin with. Do you want to begin with TNA or with the signings? Which one? That's do you want not, to well, we we were in WWE, so might as well All start right. with the signings. So we now know three new faces that are headed to WWE. One, uh, I believe. AJ told us about a few weeks ago in War Machine. The others, did we know that either we we knew pretty. I mean, I guess we, we knew we Candace. knew we knew Ricochet for a while. I mean, hell, they invited Ricochet to be part of the Cruiserweight Classic, and he's right. cut promos about how Lucha Underground was, you know, not letting him go. Like we knew Ricochet was going. Okay, so Ricochet, War Machine, Candice LeRae are all now headed towards WWE. All very logical signings. Um, Ricochet, you would think they would probably want to get to 205 Live about as quickly as possible. Assuming he didn't say, hey, keep me away from 205 Live. Well, right, live. assuming that or assuming that they still have any hope for 205 Live. I mean, like, if they're trying to make 205 Live a thing, you would think that Ricochet would be a big, oh, yeah. big part of that solution. Um, that's his style. That's what he does. That's... I mean, if, you, if you're trying to sell 205 Live as the home of the high flyers and that type of wrestling, well, for fuck's sake, right? Like The best high flyer in the world should probably yes, be there. Correct. Should probably be a guy that's on that show. Um, so I would think, like, logic would say to me that, that they don't have a long NXT run for Ricochet, that it's we got to get him there about as quickly as possible. Like, we got to get him on that show. Are, are you even sure he'll have an NXT? No, one? I'm not. Although, I mean, he's been hanging out at the Performance Center, and so I don't know what that means if that's... My hunch is he'll have at least a short run, maybe, you know, I through think Mania. I think, I think he's in the Rumble. That's really quick for someone. It depends. I mean, if they're pushing him to Raw or SmackDown, I'd say 100%. I think I'm, it's. I'm, I'm saying he could be the. If they want to say 205 Live, yeah. the person that can do it. Now, they very well might not want to. Right. And that's what we've been talking about yeah. for the last couple. Like, you're, you're put on another program at 10 o'clock on Tuesday nights, right? Like, in fact, this week you put on two. You two, put on two, two other. You had a 10 o'clock show that for the last however, however long it's been now that they've been on Tuesday nights. And you put two other shows right. on at 10 o'clock this past week. Neither one of which was live on the network. Like, th- it's, it's not a good thing. You're not in love with your Tuesday 10, and a 10 o'clock show and doing that at the same oh, time. If, if I'm Ricochet, I say, no, 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 no. Keep me – like, I, I know – you know, it's WWE. Yes. Yeah, but if you have any say in it – But Ricochet but, doesn't. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I'm just money. saying deep down in yeah. my heart, I don't money. want anything. No, I mean, no, no, no. Obviously, and money overwrites all, and he'll do what what they and, tell and him honestly, to do. And honestly, it doesn't even need to be that much money. If, if, he, right. want, if, if he wanted to sign the WWE, they were going to say, dude, we need you for the show that's clearly made for you. Right. But if, 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 I'm, if you're giving me a choice, nope, nope, want nothing well, yeah, to do with I that. I hear you, but yeah. I don't think that that's no. – yeah, I don't think Ricochet gets to make that choice. No, of course he doesn't. Um, as far as War Machine, Candice LeRae go, I think War Machine's they you know slides right in the Authors of Pain role. Yeah, sure, and and presumably they're going to be up pretty soon anyway. Yeah, and um, Candice LeRae just goes into the should have been up. Yeah, she she could now she could absolutely be in the uh, Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean they've obviously got to fill a few spots. Although I I bet that a few of the women that show up on 
Monday night are going to announce themselves. Oh, well, yeah, but right now there's, I think, I counted 17 on the graphic. No, I hear you, right. There's room. I'm not saying there isn't room. I think think there's going to be a few of the girls that are not signed to WWE but were a part of the Mae Young Classic. It's very possible. Because that's a good way to, like, like, let's say, uh, Tony Storm. Right. Yeah. That's, I don't think they want to go crazy with NXT chicks. I do think that there's something that, to say. Yeah, I, th- that, I think there will be a couple, but I don't think it'll be more than and, two And even or then, I, I think you've got to be really careful about. Like, I, I almost wouldn't be stunned if it was like Ember and nobody else. Like, you're the NXT women's champion, so you've got to be in the match, but I, I don't think you want to overexpose. Yeah, is, that's, that's why I'm saying that because, like, you can use it by saying, well, she, Tony Storm is a two is a, holds two belts around the right, world, she's right? Blah, blah, blah. You know, but she's not on NXT, so she could easily win this match and go to WrestleMania, yeah. even though she won't. Right, correct. And of course, there's also still the the looming Ronda, you know, yeah. question. And, like, and there there are talks that the deal has been finalized. Right. Well, apparently she was out at dinner with Triple H last week, Wait, which um, is interesting. Out in a public set. Triple H doesn't normally do that. I almost wonder if that's intentional. Well, and, and TMZ was the one well, to report. Right. I mean, yes. like, yes, yes, of course. Yes. I think that's exactly what they want. They want more hype for yes. Ronda Rousey. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, in an interview with TMZ last week, Paige Van Zant says she is also interested mm-hmm. in coming to the WWE. Well, they'll Ooh. pay her money. So you know what? I mean, first of all, credit. I love Paige Van Zandt. Well, well who, who doesn't? doesn't? Yeah, right? Like, um. And and look, she is what she is as a fighter. And by the way, I you know what? I worry that when we say this, we're poo-pooing her as a fighter. She's not a bad no, fighter. No, she, she's a very good fighter. But she's, she's not an elite fighter. Right. She has limits as a fighter. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it would make all well, the sense. She could same... probably whoop both of your asses. Oh, my well, God. Yes. Her eyes closed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's not even a question. Um, but I do think it would make a lot of sense for her to end up. You know, like this. Well, supposedly, when around the the you know Brock fighting time, one of the requests that didn't end up happening was uh, Vince was interested in her to do something at SummerSlam or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that is interesting. All right, um, so there's that. Now there's the group of names that maybe are in play for the WWE as we have sort of a spring cleaning, if you will. Uh, at whatever we call TNA now. In- I, Impact honest Wrestling. God, is I that what it, it is? I believe it okay. is Impact Wrestling. Yeah, they had three it, nights worth fuck of... fuck that Al Wrestling. Yeah, th- three nights worth of tapings, which I went through, I think went through like mid-April. Like, they just taped a whole boatload of this. But uh, That's and, how you know a company's doing well. Yep. You did have one uh, big return for TNA. Yes, Austin, Austin Aries. Aries is back. Oh, by the way, I don't think I told you guys this. Austin Aries was supposed to be on the show last week. And we just couldn't nail it down. Like, I've been emailing with Austin Aries directly, like, for the last few weeks. And somebody else who's been working with him is like, yeah, because he's doing the um, ACW show. And so it looked like – and then I was just trying to nail down time and all that. And all of a sudden, nothing. All of a sudden, I hear back nothing from him. And I'm Hmm. like, what's going on here? And then, oh, Oh, yeah, okay. That's what's going on here. So I don't know. You know what's funny? I turned down opportunities to go to those tapings. Did you really? Yeah, because I was at Universal and they so, were doing the Universal tapings. Why yeah. didn't you go? They, like free, they, free wrestling. You, you're they, the one who's all about wrestling, man. Because I, because I literally went to the park to ride. Like I got there at like five. It closed at eight, and I wanted to ride rides, and I didn't want to not ride rides. Right. <laughs> so like, I didn't. I didn't know they were taping. It just had the sign. The sign said, uh, "Oh, TNA taping today," or "Impact Wrestling taping today." And every person I was with was like, oh, we sh- you'd like to go see that, wouldn't you, AJ? I'm like, nah, I'd actually much rather ride the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
was like, I'll go play some putt putt. <laughs> you know, like, well, yeah. in addition to uh, Aries returning, you saw the uh, seeming curtain call for two uh, long term guys who very well may end up in yeah. WWE in EC3 and yeah. Bobby Lashley. Um, EC3 for sure. Bobby Lashley, are there burn bridges? That's the question. I don't know. There, there are, I mean, there were. Like, they did not like the way that he yep. he left before. But is he a that, viable that's enough? never really matters. Exactly. Right. And is he a viable enough star upon his return that they say it would be worth whatever? Also, were, were those bridges burnt with Vince and Triple H says, dude, I'm, we, you and I are good. We can make this work. You know what I mean? Like, Bring him to NXT yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Um, EC3 in the Royal Rumble book it. Oh, I just want so, – so Rockstar Spud, after hearing these rumors, tweeted out – he uh, he tweeted out a picture of him and EC3, and he said, "You know, there are many more universes for us to conquer." So now I I will be incredibly disappointed if at the Rumble we don't get a countdown, we don't see uh, Rockstar Spud come out with like a heralding horn and just like announce the uh, entry of EC3. I mean, that, it would be I, really I, I just, wonderful. I just want that more than it would anything. Be really, really wonderful. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I mean. I assume he'll be EC3 in some way, whether or not he's Carter, because Carter was, you know, the specific reference right, to the Dixie, Dixie Carter. Carter. Yep. So maybe he's something different. I assume he's go- he's going to be that character, whether the name's exactly the same Ethan. or not. That's all he's going to be. Yeah, he's you know, be. it'll be something a little bit different is my hunch. But um, he's absolutely – someone asked me if I thought it would be EC3 or Derek Bateman making a return. There's no value in Derek Bateman. He should, he should just be C3P. <laughs> c just don't just leave CM, off the CM3? O. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, leave off the O. It's right, C3PO, yes. I get it. Or you could say it's like Chris Paul and you just flip t- two things in there somehow. And yeah. You know, get that. yeah, you could do that too. And you could go try to track down the Rockets in their lockers or something like that. Um, and There's then... No way- what? You there? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what just happened there. Something weird. All right, anyway. There's uh, no way that's a real story. What, the Rockets Clippers thing? Yeah, no way. Well, it's way. definitely a real story. It's no just... way that these, the, these four or five dudes was on the prowl to go I mean, and, and, and was trying to find back doors. I hear you, bro. The other teams like, I cannot believe that's true. I hear you. It's insane. It's badass. I agree with that. I hope it's true. Yeah, I hope right. it's 100% true. Um, uh, I did not. So Chris Adonis also out at, um, at Impact Wrestling. I. I don't think nah. that that would be a possibility. I mean, they, Although, again, they yeah, it's yeah, been a you long know, time. Kurt Hawk, you know, they brought back Kurt Hawk, right. and, you know, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Look, I, they clearly once upon a time were in love. They love them some yep. uh, Chris Masters. There's no doubt about that. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think. Um, I mean, and supposedly, I know, honestly, I don't even know who Chelsea Green is. I don't even know who Chelsea that is. Green is. Laurel Van Ness. She's dating Zack Ryder right now. She mm-hmm. was in. Um, did you watch that? Wait, you know, she's the, da- Zach Ryder after Emma. Emma moved went on? To, yeah. God bless him. Yeah, God good for him, bless. right? Jeez. Um, you know, you know, she is uh the latest season of Tough Enough. She was like the indie wrestler for the on the oh, woman's okay. side who came in, in the middle. That's who she is. All right, interesting. Um but I absolutely could see I think that E C three is either in the rumble or he is either in New Orleans or in Philadelphia is that guy you see in the NXT crowd who right. all of a sudden you you know, they show on just in the crowd. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. That yeah. would make a lot of sense. All right, and uh, finally, we now know the headliner. Well, we presume the headliner anyway for the 2018 WWE Hall of Fame as... And we are responsible That's once right. again for it. That's right. It, we knew it would happen. A guy that was on this show, Dwayne Gill, finally gets his call. That's right. Oh, no. 
I love I love Dwayne. <laughs> Maybe he should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, um, absolutely. He, if nothing else, he should induct Goldberg. Oh, it would be it would be amazing. Yeah, Bill Goldberg's. How, how many how many how many uh, WWE Hall of Famers have we? Uh... I believe the number is now 17, if I saw 17. correctly. 17, wow. Here's, here's the facts. Goldberg did not make the Hall of Fame until he came on this show. Great point. Facts. Great facts. point. Super facts. All of that 100% true. Um, look, I mean, Goldberg was going into the Hall of Fame. It was just a question of would it be now or would it be or later? Would it be, but they had to get – the thing was – no, I don't know if it was now or later. I felt like – I mean, the fact that he wasn't in already right. makes me think that like he's only in because he came on jobbing out well yes you know what it's they, they were just waiting they need that one more thing to push him over the we, top we know and they, that, that was like, it. all right fine he came back and won another title whatever, whatever. he was on jobbing out Hold he's in we run wrestling Let, let's be very clear about this Here's, i mean how many times has wwe done exactly what we told them to do yeah it's amazing mm-hmm. it really is amazing uh, i'll be the one to say it i think this is another slice of evidence that daniel bryan returns to wrestling Yep. Uh, yeah. If he was not returning to wrestling, would he not be the guy that you would want to have headline the class of 2018 I mean, wh- for the Hall of Fame in New Orleans? In New Orleans, whether it's they know it's either that he's wrestling for WWE or he they know he's wrestling for somebody right. else so and they're they not going to put him in. Exactly. Right. Correct. That's I, I again. I'm, I'm with you. I don't think it's guaranteed that it's definitely wrestling for WWE. Although again, everything that we've seen would make you think he he better be damn well better be. Um, but I think it's whatever it is, it's proof that he's definitely going to be wrestling again because I think if if they knew that he wasn't, they would do everything in their power to make sure that he was the headliner for oh, the yeah. class of 2018 in, in New Orleans. So, um, you know, who do we think? Okay, uh, who do we think inducts? Well, I we know we have you seen the lists or presumed lists? I saw it at one point. I didn't know if we wanted to. I, I mean, we can. Have it's... we done that in the past? I don't. Yeah, we've we we've we've talked about rumors. About okay, the remind me who before. else was. I remember seeing it. I so don't so the rumored list is Goldberg, the Dudley Boys, right? Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow is the deceased wrestler. Okay. Uh, Ivory as the woman, okay. and then Kid Rock in the celebrity oh, ring. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Kid Rock. Okay, I did this uh, for Would You Rather Wednesday today. This kind of doesn't count because, like, AJ played for them, so it's going to be difficult. Would you rather have to watch the AFC Championship game and presumably the Super Bowl with the mass holiest of mass hole Patriots fans? Or you have to both – I don't know if you saw, but Kid Rock is headlining the concert at the NHL All-Star game. He's also playing a concert at the Royal Farms Arena in Baltimore. Oh, God. You would have to go to both of them and attend a pregame party before the one in Baltimore with the white trashiest of diehard Kid Rock fans. Oh, that's hard. Boy. That's why we do these, boys. I I would definitely pick the mass hole. Yeah. Just because I would enjoy the football game, right? Like you, and it's a little bit different for you too, because they'd be like, "Oh my God, you played for you us!" Played, like, yeah. yeah, you know, like they'd love you probably up there. They'd be happy to have you. Not, not even just that; just the fact that I would actually enjoy watching, watching the game, whereas watching the concert would be pure hell. Like, and there it is. Right? Correct. Exactly. And it's a, it is. I think like it's funny because more people chose the Patriots option than chose the Kid Rock option. It is just that, like. <laughs> There's some world where, like, the white trash people you can almost put up with more than you can put up with the goddamn mass holes. Like, the, I'm talking about the worst of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, like, like Dave Chappelle says on his new Netflix stand-up, the poor whites. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Um, one one more thing before we move off Goldberg. Who do you think inducts him? Hugh um, Morris. <laughs> Hugh Morris would be a great choice. Well, if I, he hadn't just been yeah, fired. Yeah, it's very awkward. Yeah, know, it's I very know. awkward. Um, 
No, 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 that's not true, Aaron. Bill DeMott was signed. <laughs> right, that's true. Hugh Morris. Okay, that's true. What about, bring... Could you get general erection? Huge to... erection. Um, I... Huge erection. <laughs> they really did that. They really did that. I, I mean, they really did that. Although You gotta love WCW. Didn't they do, like, 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 Sergeant Boobs or something like that. It was Major Guns. Major Guns. Thank you, God. And GI Bro. How did I forget that? GI Bro. GI Bro. Booker T. Oh my God! How did I forget it was Major Guns? I said Sergeant (laughs) Boobs. I mean, but I was close. In fairness, I was dancing around. You had the right idea, right? God, Major Guns. Who was that? Oh God, I don't even. Was it somebody that ended up doing anything, or was it just? Think so. All right. Um, I guess like Russo or Bischoff would. You know, like, be an option. You know what I mean? Like, they clearly are willing to go down that path. So there'd be logic in that. Like, it, S- Steve Borden could do it, I guess. Like, you know, you could do it basically any of the WCW guys. I, I think Hogan would be Ke- interesting. No, yeah, but they're not. They're Hogan, not. Kevin Nash. He yeah. broke the streak. Yeah. I think shit. Bischoff makes the most sense. Yeah, I, mean, I think Bischoff would be a very I think fault. that – I don't think you'd the be able to – The cattle prod. Yeah. I, Look, I, here's what I'll say. I hear you on Hogan. I wouldn't. That's, that's not no, – no, no. That's not how you bring Hogan back. Right. I'm saying you'd have to bring him back before Correct. that. Yes. Correct. Um, I, I, had, I, I wrote an article about this for this and I threw out – I thought that, you know, people are going to say Lesnar. It's not going to be Lesnar. No. Uh, you know, Hogan makes sense. The one name that would be interesting, I just don't think they'll be able to get for it, would be supposedly The Rock was instrumental in bringing Goldberg in. They're good friends. And if you can get The Rock to go to the Hall of Fame, obviously well, you get The Rock. You, right? But I, I think Bischoff makes the most sense I as far agree. as who they can get and who makes sense. And, and, I also, and I also – right. And I think that there's an element of what is he going to say. Well, I know we've been through that already with Bischoff, so it's kind of – we're a little bit past that. But I still think that every time you give him a microphone at a WWE event, there would be a little bit of a hmm, – you just wonder. You just wonder what might come out of his mouth after he starts talking. Like, that's all. And, and when you know Goldberg's, you know, not the most eloquent talker. He's not going right. to do a 30-minute right. speech. You want to pair him with someone who, who yep. can really extol his virtues and say all the stories you want to hear. Yep, I hear you. All right, very good. Let's get some plugs in. Uh, AJ, we'll start with you. Tell us about Frank. Uh, tell us about the Francis Sports Academy. And uh, you're coming home, right? Yeah. Uh, so I just got um, some good news. I'm going to be performing for the student section uh, like when they're learning the choreography for uh, uh, for the game versus, I think, Michigan State on the 28th. Um, you know how they do the big choreographed performance every year at the student section? Well, they do that before the game. So before they get the choreography, I'm going to warm them up with a, with a little pre-show concert, a uh, little dope. pre-game concert. It's dope. So it'll be cool. Um so, yeah, come out to that game. You'll definitely see me. You won't be able to see my performance, but you'll see me. Um, unless you're a student, in which case. Unless you're a student, and then right. you can definitely see the performance, right. and you don't even have to pay. So that's awesome. Yeah, right. Win, win, win. Um, and, uh, you know, just uh, pushing, making more mu- music videos, trying to get shows lined up. Um, yeah, man, I'm just out here. I'm trying to relax these these last this last week or so. This next Next week, I'm going to get back into the grind, but I just needed to rest my bones. I hear you. I hear yeah. you, man. Yeah, I feel you. So, yeah, follow me on uh, all social media at AJFrancis410. Once again, that's at AJFrancis410. Very good. Aaron, you're on Twitter. At the AOster. We're on Twitter. At Jobbing Out Show. Uh, the email? 
Jobbygotshow at gmail.com. Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone? Uh, I'm going to, to forego that, and I just looked up the misfits in action. In addition to General Huge Erection and G.I. Bro and Major Guns, Van Hammer as Private Stash. Oh, God, that's right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They really Private did all of that. Stash. God, they did all of that. All right. Uh, well, go to Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone for yes. whatever he does anyway, too. Um, uh, by the way, sh- uh, throw in a plug for your boy at, uh, at Awesome Con. Oh, Go yeah. Ahead. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so also, and we're going to have him on probably as a guest picker for either the February or March pay per view or well, something. We'll have him on as long as he's planning on getting us some guests. I, I will push for it. But the biggest guest that we'll he could possibly get. We'll have him on if he could get us some guests. Yes. Uh, he's got the Castle Boy Meets World coming I to Awesome Con this year. Oh, out. I, I mean, you know, that goes beyond the headliner who our fans might be a little more interested in no wait, wait, wait. the entire cast well the, the, the three the top three Corey, well, sean Corey, sean and eric are coming oh that is definitely not the top three well it's three pretty fucking good ones bro yeah i mean yeah. you left off the top two which are mr feeney okay okay all right i mean and i'll hear Topanga. you and eli obviously <laughs> yeah. uh supposedly uh, this has actually been savage's first ever convention I believe that. Like, I don't think that well, I. Re- his, his roles in the movies he's been in, the that he uh were that he's been in, have been really good. Um, yeah, I mean they've been they've been a few. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what he was few. in. He was just in the uh, he was just in the new Netflix movie Bright. I don't remember him in Bright. What was he in Bright? Hold on, let me see. Maybe I'm confusing. Yeah, right on. Holy shit. Although, in fairness, I was falling asleep when I watched. I need to give Bright more of a, you know, like I, it's it's my fault. Like I literally is that the Max Landis thing? Bright Bright is actually really good. Everybody everybody has told me that the reviews were stupid because everybody has enjoyed Bright. Like the the real people. Well, I I I think a lot of people just hate Max Landis. Okay, Uh, I do not believe, however, that he was in Bright. I don't think that's accurate. Uh, he is not listed on Wikipedia in the top. 20 people. Well, it's not on his IMDb page or anything like that either. But the moral of the story. I just saw him on something. I believe you. His brother was on a recent episode of uh, Modern Family. His brother. Oh, that was was his brother? Yeah, that was his brother. Well, his brother was, uh, what's his face? Of course, from the Wonder Years. From the Wonder Years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. His brother was on uh, Modern Family recently. But uh, anyway, the moral of the story is. Corey, Sean, and Eric are coming to fucking Awesome Con. And, and you can make up for the debacle that we had planned in Philly. Oh, yeah. Well, I had a kid. I, I'm just shit. saying. It was a debacle. We had, been, we had been planning for months. Jesus Christ. What and a, you had to have a kid that weekend. What a dickhead you God. are. You're bitching at me because I didn't go to Philly last year for a con. Because I had a kid. Priorities. Yeah. Although last year, last year was a shit show. I, I don't usually say this, but I'm on Aaron's side. <laughs> I had a goddamn kid that weekend. <laughs> Fuck should've all of you. Should have had him sooner so you could go or later so you could go. But anyways. In the, it was in, either that or I was going to miss your wedding. It was going to be one <laughs> or the other. Either he came then and I was going to miss Philadelphia or he was going to come the next week and I was going to miss your wedding. Mm, okay, whatever. My know. bad. My bad. <laughs> well, no, it's okay because Ben bailed you out here because we get to yeah, see yeah, that. We Plus, get we get to see Corey. And uh, Juan Batista will also be there. Yeah, that's pretty big too. That is pretty effing big too. Very cool. Um, I'd like to have him on as well. Yeah, but yeah. this sounds like the person that we should get on the show. Well, uh, I think, we, I think uh, we should have them all, AJ. That's what I think. Yeah. I think we should have them all. Uh, awesome con, but we love Ben, and that's cool. So uh, great, great. I mean, that's really amazing. God, fucking A, that is Just really tell amazing. Batista that I play football in D.C. and he'll come on. Great point. Mm-hmm. Great point. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it should be worth it. It should be worth it. 
I've, 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 I've talked to Batista a couple times. I just don't think I have his number, unfortunately. Damn it. I just could try to track it down. Is it weird that I wouldn't talk to him about anything wrestling? Well, that's not, probably not true. No, I, you, you would talk to him about some wrestling. I would be so much more interested. Right. In everything. Not, so, not much more interested, but yeah. I want to know He's what He's fucking like Drax the Destroyer. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, look, I get it. No disrespect to anything else he's done in his movie career. What do they put there in space of Baby Groot? Is it a tennis ball? How do you know what you're acting with? These are things I need to it know. It is important. I do agree with you. It is very important. By the way, did you see there's, they're definitely not bringing Yondu back? Like, he's, I mean, def- he's dead, dead. That's not shocking. It should be that way. I agree. Yeah, like, I mean, that, that never, was It emotional. never works that way in superhero movies, right? Like, well, they're, they're not bringing – well, hold on. Yeah, they're not well, bringing they back Revengers 4. Right, yeah. like, <laughs> well, no. James Gunn said as long as he's involved, there will not be a young Okay, movie. so like three years. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. We just got really nerdy. Let's let's wrap up. Um, yeah. Any, I don't know if I plugged anything, but who cares? So <laughs> <laughs> thanks again to Austin Theory as well as to Silas Young for uh, Aaron Oster and for – the main event. Vent. Vent. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Vent. <laughs> Vent. Vent. Jobbing Out!